Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Snow falls on an old apartment. Inside, the holiday season is in swing. On the first floor, Cokes are poured and stories shared among friends. Three flights up, one generation passes down the family recipe to the next. Inside every home, there's magic. Coca-Cola, real magic. Enjoy the real magic of the season with close friends, family, and refreshing Coca-Cola paired with all your holiday meals. Morning. Morning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? One angry New York City Puerto Rican decided to start a radio show. Determined to piss the world off by shoving a mirror in front of society's face. He kicked them in the balls. What are you? Who are you? This is the Crotch Shot Radio Show. Crotch Shot Radio Show. This is not a test. This is a broadcast transmission. We're going to stay on the air. And now, and now, the Wimpy. The Wimpy. Welcome to the Crouch Out Radio Show, where we kick the issues in the balls. We are on an active war against bullshit. We would do anything and everything to expose bullshit. The ends sometimes justify the means. So if you're angry and want the truth exposed, then strap in and prepare to be shocked. This is Smash Mouth Talk. If you can't accept that, then fuck off. I'm your host, Louis B. I takes no bullshit from nobody. I actually expose the bullshit of society and chop it up into easy-to-digest chunks for you. Today won't be any different. Today, I'm going to be talking about the left. Just loving. They just love to play the race card. They love to accuse us on the right of being racist and Nazis. However, more leftists are being exposed for being the dirty anti-Semites that they are. With the, with their views on Israel and with their uh, so, and with their associations. I got hit to this uh, hypocrisy when I attended the 2017 May Day rally in New York City. Communist, Marxist, socialist, and every other leftist chanted Israel go to hell and spoke about Zionism the, uh, that I only ever heard spoken by white supremacists. It sounded more like a Nazi rally I, I have heard during history class. Um, in fact, I'm not the only person that ever said this, that, that mentioned this, that noticed this. Gavin McGinnis even spoke about this on his show. If, um, In fact, here, listen to this clip. Sick of the Klan galloping through Manhattan on their horses. Yeah, with the, with the cops. I'm so tired of these neo Nazis walking around Manhattan, see hiling. It's a real problem. What I was disturbed by at this rally was the not, the amount of anti semitism, and not just like fuck I fuck off Jews, like yeah. yelled from a corner. This was someone on the podium talking about the Jews. Talking about Zionists, we will stop the Zionists in their tracks. It sounded exactly like the Nazis they purport 
to hate. Yeah, yeah I thought we were supposed to be the Nazis. And I would like to also add <laughs> That's on. our shit. I would like to also add on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and it's the whole ir- irony. But um, I w- I'm going to be going through some articles and videos. Uh, and I'm going to be joined by New York City-based Rabbi Daniel Shayani. In fact, let me call him now. And uh, get him on so we could uh, kick the tires. Oops, shit. Kick the tires, light the fires, and kick the tires. Kick the tires and light the fires. Rabbi, how you doing? Hey, good evening. It's a pleasure. Yes, welcome back to the Crotch Shot Radio Show, sir. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, um, you, you're, like, very perfect for this subject. Um, you know, in fact, you, you, uh, you wanted to come on when I proposed it um, last week, and... and it's it just amazes me. I already played a clip from uh, the Gavin McGinnis show from last year, when he was uh, talking about how during the May and, and and we spoke about this the last time you were on during the May Day rally, how they mm-hmm. were talking about uh, how they were chanting Israel go to hell and how they were going to get rid of uh, Zionism, and the way they were talking about it, talk it was almost similar to what. Uh, Hitler spoke about from what I've heard during history class. That's right. And I mean, and the reason why the, the what inspired me to do this show today was, uh, of course, the new Democratic darling of the party, Alexandra uh. Ocasio Cortez, and uh, and what she said about Israel, and. You know, and and basically who she surrounds herself with. I mean, I'm just gonna go through it, but uh, in fact, let me let me get your thoughts on it first. Well, you know, I think that uh, I think that unfortunately we're going to just see more of this uh, leftist anti-Semitism, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that as the Democratic Party goes more to the left, they're going to sort of tap into more of these anti-Semitic roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, that go along with socialism from the beginning. Um, even before Karl Marx, mm-hmm. you know, the early socialists, um, you know, were anti-Semitic. You know, you had these, you had these proto-socialists in France, mm-hmm. like Proudhon, who, you know, were very anti-Semitic. You know, um, you know, really, what people like, uh, what people like Cortez are doing, and they may not realize it is they're actually keeping up the stereotype of the Jewish banker, of the Jewish moneylender, the Jewish capitalist. Right? This was a stereotype that went back to the Middle Ages, and the Nazis believed in it, and the Soviets believed in it also. And, uh, you know, they're just keeping that going, really, and, you know, unfortunately carrying it into the, into the next uh, decades. Yeah. If I could read this article from uh, the JewishPress.com, they reported on uh, May 14, Democrat darling Alexandra Ocasio Cortez spoke out uh, uh, spoke out her ass when uh, she condemned Israel for Arabs uh, killed by the IDF by IDF soldiers at the Gaza border fence, saying this. Uh, she tweeted, "This is a massacre. I hope my peers have the moral courage to call it call it such." No state or entity is absolved of mass shootings of protesters. There is no justification. Palestinian people deserve basic human dignity as anyone else. Democrats can't be silent about this anymore. The shameful tweet was immediately the subject of irate response from fellow Democrats, mostly Jews, going by the names who uploaded... uh, countless links to articles showing how Hamas is regularly using its captive civilian population as gun fodder to promote its political goals, including including exposing them to live fires, uh, which Hamas agents provoke. So, so that when she was interviewed on PBS firing line, she was a, lo- a lot less militant about uh, the Middle East conflict and uh, re- readily ready to admit she was way out of her league when it came to co- uh, countries outside the, uh, the Bronx and Queens. But then she added, I am not an expert on geopolitics on the issue. 
Middle Eastern politics is not exactly at my kitchen table every night. Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez surrounds herself with anti-Semites like another darling of the Democrat Party, Hillary Clinton, whose mentor was an actual white supremacist, Senator Robert Byrd. That's right. He was, uh, he was a Klansman, I think, a Grand Dragon in the Klan. Yeah. Um, you know, and we're going to go, we're going to get into Ocasio's, um, uh, a connection to, a, or to a, 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 um, an anti-Semite herself who she was, and she recently tried to backtrack, but, um, whether you, whether you, whether your thoughts on her basically talking out the crack of her butt, not, not, not knowing the whole issue fully. Like, look, I'm not going to lie on this show. I um I don't even have a basic understanding of the conflict between Israel and Palestine. Do I do I um am I going to call for am I going to condemn any side? No, because if I don't know, how can I make an educated op- how can I have an educated opinion on the subject? That's just that's just right. you know, intellectually dishonest. You know, I'll, I'll tell you something. The, the, the worst thing in life, mm-hmm. the worst thing in life is to is to be mindful of the fact that you're an ignoramus, but to speak with authority on something that you're an ignoramus about. Mm-hmm. And, and that's exactly what we're dealing with. Uh, you know, that's that's the epitome of stubbornness. You know, um, to speak with such authority and to speak with such certainty. You know, when she, you know, nonetheless realizes that she doesn't know anything about geopolitics, this is, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is very dangerous, you know, you know, that the, that the, that the people that voted in this primary, they voted for somebody whose knowledge really consists of talking points and rallying chants from a college campus. Yeah. You know? And to tell you the truth, I'm surprised she even knows anything about the Bronx or Queens at all. I mean, she grew up in Yorktown Heights. Um, I, I've gone up there for funeral work. It's uh, it's uh, it's a really it's a really ritzy place up in Westchester. Big homes, and you know, I'm sure she went to high school. Plenty of kids named Kylie and Chloe. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, isn't that isn't that really what really go what, uh, usually the the stereotype uh, with a lot of these uh, socialists? They come from uh, real good, uh, real well-to-do families. That's right. They come mm-hmm. and they have they have uh, you know they have uh, 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 what you call that uh, 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 trust funds. They trust the Farians. That's when babies. Her dad was an architect. They sent her to Boston University. She's a limousine liberal. She's, you know, she's she's a brown version of Maud. You know, there was a show in the seventies of the Arthur called Maud. That was you know, a... she lived in Westchester. She was a limousine liberal. We're dealing with the same thing here. Yeah, was that wasn't that a spinoff of the Carol Burnett show? No, it's a spinoff of All in the Family. Oh, see, I knew it was a spinoff. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's just you know, you it's kind of funny that that when you look dig deep with all these like big mouth socialists, they they were born with silver spoons in their mouths, and you got people like me who I come from a working class family, and I'm a conservative, and I I'm working class myself. I don't get any type of handouts. Mommy and daddy don't pay my rent. You know, I don't have a, I don't have a, a, a you know, I don't have a, a, a trust fund and I'm not trying to spend up other people's money. You know, you, you and, and, you know, you have this person, you know, who it's kind of scary. She, she's talking with authority about something she doesn't know. It makes you think what else doesn't she know? And she, and people are backing her and she's. Everyone's looking at her like she's the the darling of the Democrat uh, Democrat crackhead party. Yeah. Um. But like, let's let's go with this next article from the Washington Times and Forward dot com. Um, talking about her associate. Um, uh, TV cameras picked out Thomas Lopez Pierre, who ran. Oh yeah. Who ran unsuccessfully. 
for New York City Council last year and is running again in 2021, standing just behind Ocasio-Cortez when she learned that she had toppled 10-term incumbent Representative Joe Crowley. Lopez Pierre, PS Twitter bio says he is promoting people for uh, uh, protecting people from greedy Jewish landlords. Look, yeah, yeah I mean, dude, I mean, it, 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 that, if that doesn't, isn't that like an argument like someone from uh, from Nazi Germany would have said? It certainly is, you know, you know, they, you know, the media tells us, you know, we're, we're here in New York, Jewish people, mm-hmm. you know, they tell us that we need to be afraid of, you know, guys, white guys with uh, crew cuts, you know, the threat in New York City is much different than it comes, you know, in the guise of people like uh, Thomas Lopez, Pierre, and, you know, Cortez over here. Yeah. Um, this guy Lopez, Pierre, by the way, he's also uh, can't keep his hands to himself either. Oh. You know, he used to beat up his wife, this dude. Oh, that's nice. I mean, again, yeah. I mean, that goes that goes together with, with uh, the cowardly left. I mean, doesn't does Antifa yeah. like to hit women? They like to beat up uh, people in wheelchairs oh. and then attack people from behind. So this is it's no surprise. That's right. Yeah, everything's a cheap shot below the belt with these losers. Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, oops, oh... We got Doug Sal- Salmon. He's uh, he's listening. Hey, Doug, thanks for listening. Um, if you guys want to chat, the chat room is open on Spreaker.com. So uh, let's chat it up, man. If you got any questions for the rabbi, um, yeah, just type them in. All right. So, I mean, going uh, for, going further with this article here, where, the, where was I? Um, oh, okay. Uh in May of 2018, Lopez Pierre ranted against greedy Jewish landlords, saying Jesus should put them in hell. Just this month, uh, Lopez Pierre tweeted about greedy Jewish landlords. It is it is their business model to push out black and Hispanic tenants. He said uh, he said he argued that he is not anti-Semitic, claiming that he would be fighting greedy uh, Martian landlords if they if that's who owned the property in gentrifying neighborhoods like Harlem and Washington Heights I'm dating a number of women and a number of them are Jewish he added and I I had to like this this like you know my god sister who you know we talk almost every day um it made me think that last statement also could could also get him in trouble with the Me Too movement. He is mm-hmm. talking about women like they're objects and he is fetishizing Jewish women. Basically, in the words of Dave Chappelle, he is a racist, but his penis is a humanitarian. It, am- right. it amazes me that the media has the most uh, for the most part allowed this to pass without at least calling her out on it. She was in the same room with old boy, yet Trump never met, spoke to, or even welcomes David Duke, but continues to associate Trump with with that white supremacist. Uh, You know, uh, uh, further proof that the left are the ones that are racist is that they will associate with known um, anti-Semites like Louis Farrakhan. But uh, okay, well, I just jumped ahead. But yeah, no, I mean, you know, they, when David Duke endorsed Trump, they're like disavow Trump, disavow Trump. There are no pictures with him and Trump together. They don't hang out. They like he doesn't know he doesn't know uh, David Duke. Yet there are pictures with uh, 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 Robert Byrd and Hillary kissing. Kissing him, kissing her on the cheek. Their pictures with uh, P, uh, Pierre and and Cortez together. Yeah, the pictures of Maxine Waters and Obama in the Congressional Black Caucus with Farrakhan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Farrakhan. Uh, you know, Maxine Waters with Farrakhan and Obama with Farrakhan. You know that that's okay. That gets a free pass. 
Yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, recently there was audio that came out that he's calling, he's, he says, satanic Jews. Yep. You know, I mean, it, it's it's like, how do you, how do you, like, give a pass to that, yet you say, yet you, you just ignore certain words saying, you know, uh, uh, you know the the illegals coming into this country. When you're referring to illegals, we're not getting the best ones. We're getting rapists, which is true. I mean, before before Talamun, like I like I was um, the other day. Uh, I was uh, I was taking a um. I don't know if you read that on my on my wall, Rabbi, but um, I was I was riding. I was uh, took a cab ride, a share cab ride from work to go home. And, you know, I was talking with the driver on how I like to ride down 9th Avenue if, you know, it, you know, on my scooter because it's fun. It's mostly downhill. Um, and, you know, I comment on how when I used to live in Willing, used to live in Williamsburg, Brooklyn and going to Dumbo, I worked at Dumbo, I would ride. Um, and one time a white person spit in my face, called me the N word and told me to go back to Africa because I was in his bike lane. And the lady, the lady that was with me, she said, Oh, sounds like he's a Trump supporter. I was like, well, actually he had a Hillary for prison, uh, a Hillary for president sticker on his. Yeah, I, I don't think, you know what? I don't think you have too many conservatives, you know, that ride bicycles in New York. Yeah, I get the sense this is in a conservative, you know, pastime to, yeah, you know, ride city bike or whatever. Well, he was riding one of those cargo bikes, so he was like a bike messenger, yeah, type, and he spits. Yeah, in, yeah. probably still, yeah, probably still lives in his mother's basement. Yeah, so he spits in my face and starts pedaling faster because, um, I, you know, because he knew I was gonna kill him if I got my hands on him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he got away because he started pedaling faster. I called him. I called him every name in the book that you could call a man that would guarantee a fight. But all he did was pull down his shorts and showed me his bare bottom and pedaled faster. Yeah, he's a pervert too. Yeah, An exhibitionist. So you know, so she goes, "Oh, it sounds like a Trump supporter." And then I mentioned that tidbit, and she's like, oh, well, you know, starts talking about Trump. I'm like, oh, well, Trump's a racist. I'm like, well, how's he a racist? And that's what, that's what got her upset. Um, and, you know, and, you, and I'm like, do you speak Spanish? Because she's talking about, oh, what he said about what he said about Mexicans. I'm like, do you speak Spanish? No. Do you know how they talk about you? Cause they won't, they won't tell you to your face, but I talk to Mexicans all the time and especially the ones that are illegal. Oh, have you been to Mexico? No, but I've spoken to, there's a big Mexican community in Queens and they, you know, they look at me and they start talking to me in Spanish and they tell me, they tell me things. And I, when, when, and she wouldn't hear any of my personal experience dealing with speaking with illegals and they do want to kill us and by us I do mean also Puerto Ricans because we, mm -hmm. we, we we're, we're natural citizens you know they they've I've you know I, and she wouldn't let me tell the story about how they tried to molest my then 12 year old cousin while I was at the store with her and I had to bop one of them in the nose You know, it's it's really it's they're dangerous. They're dangerous people. These illegals are dangerous, and yeah. But anyways, <laughs> I forgot where I was going with you it. Know, so. On the topic of anti-Semitism, yeah. I, I should tell you, I used to work in kosher restaurants. As mm -hmm. a, I used to work in kosher restaurants as a supervisor. Okay. And uh, you know, the the illegal immigrants working in kosher restaurants, uh, they they absolutely hate the Jews also. In, in most of my conversations, I've had with them. Hmm. What 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 are the, what are their problems with what are their problems? You know what? A lot of them. You know, I'll tell you. You know, listen. I was once in a place 
And I had a guy look at me and he started asking me in Spanish, and I understand Spanish. He started asking me questions. Why don't you believe in Jesus? Why don't you believe in the Blessed Mother? Why did you kill Jesus? You know, so there's a theological element, and there's also an element of this sort of resentment. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, talk about balls. You come into a country illegally, and then you complain about the job that you shouldn't even have in a country that you shouldn't even be in. Yeah. Right? This is the level of, this is the, the nerviness we're dealing with. This is the level of balls that we're dealing with to these people. My best friend would say, we didn't kill Jesus, we sold the lumber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever it is, what happened 2,000 years ago, you know, what does this have to do with life nowadays? And, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the, isn't the central principle of Christianity theologically that he willingly accepted death upon himself? Yes. Yeah, yeah. so what, what difference would it make who was involved? If this is the, the theology, but... Yeah. I, mean, know, if, is, I mean, if he this didn't... Is the sort of, yeah. yeah, according to our, according to the belief, if he didn't die, we wouldn't have been we wouldn't be saved for our sins. We would still mm-hmm. have we would still have to be sacrificing cattle in order to be absolved of sins. And imagine imagine how that would how how difficult that would be in New York City. People come, yeah. people riding the train with their with their sheep to be you know barbecued. Yeah. <laughs> Just messed up. I mean, but uh, going with Louis Farrakhan, let me um, going back on uh, topic. I'm sorry, but um, they they associate with uh, Louis Farrakhan. In fact, as reported by ABC News, the Republican Jewish Coalition is calling for the resignation of seven Democratic members of Congress, whom in claim who it claims are connected. To controversial Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan The group describes him as a known anti-Semite The lobbying group on Tuesday Called for the following um, lawmakers to step down Representative Keith Ellison A Democrat from Minnesota uh, Barbara Lee A Democrat from uh, California Surprise, surprise Maxine Waters Danny Davis from Illinois uh, Andre uh, Carson from Indiana, uh, Gregory Meeks from New York, and Al Green of Texas, all Democrats. Why? Yeah, you know, yeah. I'll tell you what's very funny about that. You know, this is like all the other socialists. Mm-hmm. They want socialism for everybody else but themselves. In 2008, Waters in a congressional hearing with oil executives. Um. You know, she told them that uh, she would be all about socializing the uh, the oil companies, and uh, you know the same, you know the same uh, one calling for the oil companies to be nationalized. You know, she was rated one of the most uh, corrupt members of Congress by Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington. Um, you know, she was a senior member of the House Financial Services Committee. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, her husband, her husband and her own millions of dollars of stock in a company called One United Bank. Mm-hmm. And uh, she used her position in the Congress, you know, to try to, uh, to try to get the Treasury Secretary to meet with this bank. Um, you know, so you, you can't get any more corrupt than this. And yet she's the same one calling for the oil companies to be nationalized. And, you know, she pals around with uh, Farrakhan. Yeah, I mean, because that absolutely worked it worked out great for uh, Venezuela. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, you, you like, you know, I already know once the government puts its ha- gets its hands on anything, it turns to crap, which is why our education right. system is uh, turn is, is crap, which is why our healthcare system is turning into crap. I mean the fact that you know most uh, a lot of hospitals can't afford to get uh, uh, the the IV bags, the one dollar IV bags that they charge five hundred dollars for. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, but why? Why is it that? What is the hatred? I like because 
honestly, I see this on both sides. I mean, I've I've seen this on both sides. In fact, have you ever heard of this thing called Christian identity? Yes, but I think it's a very small fringe movement, and I don't think they certainly have anybody in Congress. No, no, they they don't. But it's like I it, it, I I'm just comparing it because it's. Um, I've come across them, you know, being on the internet, I doing doing this podcast for years. Um, you know, they 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 say the same things, and then they like to they complain about the alt right, and you know they do have recordings of um of some people protesting in Charlottesville last year, uh, chanting "Jews will not replace us, Jews will not replace us." Um. And if you really look at what the alt right believes, they're not really right. They're they they lean to the left. They just they just want ethnocentric socialism. That's that, that's very true. You know the alt right. You know they're okay with socialized uh, medicine, healthcare, and principle, mm-hmm. and they also believe in eugenics. They believe in abortion as a eugenic uh, instrument to racially purify society, which is what the Nazis believed. Mm-hmm. This is what progressives, including Margaret Sanger, believed as well. She founded Planned Parenthood. Yeah, and they and they worship Margaret Sanger like she's uh like she's the Messiah. Yet they they you know when you bring up well she believed in eugenics and she believed that black people should be exterminated, and that's who mostly gets abort gets abortions at, at Planned Parenthood. They're they're always quick to say well. You know, you know that's how what it was like. It's not like that now. I mean, and it, again, it's that excuse that they won't like. They won't let. Um, they always throw. Uh, oh, that was another thing, which is why I forgot. Uh, she kept bringing the lady in the cab kept bringing up. Oh well, Bush's Bush's father. I mean, uh, Trump's father is a racist. I'm like, well, so what? My father was a gang member. Does that make me a gang member? That's right. I mean, does that like you know, uh is there is that some Judeo law that, that if the father is a racist, you you are a racist? No, actually Judaism teaches the opposite. Yeah, you don't you don't pay for the sins of the father. That's right, yeah. Everybody has to make an accounting to God for his own actions in this world. Mm-hmm. The sins of the fathers don't get visited upon the sons and vice versa. Yeah. So I mean, it's like so, like you know, it's it's, but it only that only applies to like Planned Parenthood because it's like, oh well, it's not like that now, or oh, the Democrat Party used to be the party of the KKK, but it's not like that now. Even though a lot of their tactics and ideals have the same outcome, uh, the same negative outcome on on minorities and 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 others like it did before. Mm-hmm. They want to keep us on the plantation, um, but uh, again, uh, in fact, um, going through this, uh, let me go uh, this other uh, this other article that I got uh, reported in the New York Post. Um, recently, the national co-chair of the Women's March, uh, Women's March, Tamika Mallory, attended a Nation of Islam event in which Louis Farrakhan called Jews his enemy. And held them responsible for this filth and degenerate behavior that Hollywood is putting out, turning men into women and women into men. Mallory had previously posted a photo of herself with Farrakhan and praised him as the greatest of all time in her in her in her caption. When Mallory finally responds to critics, she casts herself as a victim and defended Farrakhan. Fellow Women's March uh, co-chair Linda Sarsour and Carmen Perez also defended Farrakhan. While liberal groups, uh, uh, Jewish and otherwise, have indicated... Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.
Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. That they'll put up that they'll put up uh with the anti-Semitism in the name of left-wing social justice, some Jews declined to participate in the Women's March sponsored national school walkout against guns this month. Written in the forward, uh, Abigail uh, Fisher criticized the uh, dissenters on one school, SAR Academy in Riverdale, um, merely held its own anti-gun march in on different on a different day to both a protest against gun violence and anti-semitism fisher attacked the kids for protesting anti-semitism by distracting themselves from the official protest sar made clear that anti-semitism is more important than than gun violence which i agree Honestly, if you really think about it, I agree because, uh, you know, the the whole gun debate on their side is really just misguided and and just, uh, you know, most certainly, yeah, and and basically short sighted because you you're just, you know, if you look at, you know, they like to compare Australia to us, you know, the the violence that's going on in Australia and and those people can barely defend themselves. Like in England, you could barely defend yourself in England. In fact, if you do, you're the one that gets uh, locked up. But um, you know, but uh, what do you think of the goal? I mean, this is the woman, the women's march organizers, the people that are resist Trump and wearing pussy hats. Yet they side with a religion that marginalizes and disrespects women. In fact, uh, you know, they say they they have they have leaders that say that it's okay to beat their women, and they keep them they keep them, it, it, you know, they keep them restricted, very restricted. Yet they and oh, well, aside from the whole, you know, they promoting uh, the destruction of the Jews. That's all. That's yeah, all they talk about. Islam is inherently anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I'm from, my father is of Sephardic ancestry. My, my father's side, they, uh, they came from the Middle East. They came from Syria, mm-hmm. and they came from Yemen. They lived amongst Muslims, and they suffered for hundreds and hundreds of years. Uh, and they were very, you know, they, they, that's what they were fleeing. They were fleeing Muslim anti-Semitism. But that's a narrative that, uh, that totally gets ignored. But why why is that if they are so tolerant if they're so against this in fact they would uh they'll they'll uh it's like they get they they get sexually excited if they found if they see that someone scribbled swastikas on somebody's uh building mm-hmm. they're so ready to to fight against racism except when that person agrees with what they're they're talking about or what they want like you know it's it's you know you don't have to accept a person's if they agree with you on one thing it doesn't mean you got to stick with them if they if they do something messed up like like i like okay how would i put this Okay, let me put it in terms of food because I'm fat. Um, let's say I go to this. <laughs> <room. Both. laughs> let like let's say I go. Uh, there's this restaurant that that makes the best um, rugula, mm-hmm. which I lo- uh, if, if people who don't know rugula, it's it's like a little pastry. It has like either chocolate or 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 um, uh, a, like a cherry fruit. Like um, thing inside of it, it's 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 delicious. But um, if if I find out that the owner is a pedophile, I'm not gonna continue patronizing him because I'm not gonna. So even though he he bakes good rugula, I'm not gonna support. I'm not gonna uh, support his his. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna give him money so that we can use it to go molest children. 
I mean, so these people, okay, well, they say one thing that they does that they that they like, and they're just going along with it, so that way they can continue supporting this person. It's like they don't they oh goodness, I, I, uh, well, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But what what are your thoughts? You know, I'm just uh, just thinking about this whole thing with uh, Tanika Mallory. Mm-hmm. You know, Starbucks, uh, when they closed down for the diversity training, you know, this was just, it was quite quite comical for me to see the left turning on each other. You know, she called the Anti-Defamation League, the ADL, which is a very left-wing organization. The guy who runs it was an official in the Obama administration. You know, the ADL, they're, they're effectively, you know, uh, I guess uh, a moderate liberal organization. She calls them an enemy of black and brown people. You know, so this, you know, this goes to show the extent to which, to which, um, you know, black lives matter, uh, you know, that they see, uh, that they see Israel as an enemy. Now, Israel actually takes in, you know, asylum seekers, immigrants from Africa. A lot of Africans living in Israel illegally. The government uh, lets them be, you know. You know, the Jews uh, were largely involved in the civil rights movement until they were kicked out by Stokely Carmichael. Mm-hmm. But, you know, ignoring this history, you know, is really where I think we see a lot of the, the black community, which is the number one identity politics filler for the Democrats. Um, you know, I don't even think we need to go into Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton being anti-Semites. Well, in yeah, 1995, Al Sharpton uh, led a mob in Harlem to set fire to a Jewish-owned store. You know, Al Sharpton instigated riots in Crown Heights in 1992. Mm. And uh, Jesse Jackson called New York City Jaime Town. You know, if, if a Jewish person had used uh, the N-word in relation to Detroit or something like that, you would have all hell-breaking moves. Of course. So, you know, of course it's a double standard. You know, this Women's March leaders are all anti-Semites. Tamika Mallory and uh, Linda Sarsour, whose name means cockroach in Arabic, apparently. I thought it meant toilet. <laughs> yeah, I heard. Yeah, I heard cockroach. I heard Sarsour means cockroach in Arabic. Hmm. Which means it could be a fake name. Yeah. It could be a fake name. Um. But um. Oh goodness! It, it just. Uh. Oh goodness! What was the thought point? I, I forgot the point I was gonna make. Never mind. But um oh okay yeah but it's just it, it amazes me how you know they they're so quick to call us Nazis in fact i mean i, I you know i've been called a nazi uh when uh you know they they're Jew- there were jewish people with us at at the at the may day rally uh the jews for trump they got called nazis Saying that they're going against, you know, I get told I'm going against my best interest. They're going against their best interest, but they, but they, they chant Israel go to hell, um, and they're talking about they're going to destroy Zionism, and it's, uh, it's like, it's like how how do they not see their own hypocrisy? Do you think they do you do you believe that they know that they're being hypocritical and they don't care or they're just they they they're just a, a huge level of cognitive dissonance? They don't care about being hypocritical. Um that's not, you know, mm. that's not their concern. They don't care. They they just care about doing their thing and they care about doing what's expedient. They care about what what's they care about what's uh you know they care about what's going to suit them politically, and any measure of logic or objectivity or, or reality could could be damned. You know that's not their concern. They're occupying a totally different uh, headspace. Yeah, I mean Antifa. If we could talk about Antifa real quick, I mean uh, let me let me play this quick audio. This was from uh, one of the the battles of Berkeley. Fight the greedy landlords. Oh, that was a Pierre. 
Hi, this is Thomas Lopez Pierre. I'm in the Bronx supporting Alexandra Cortez for Congress. I'm standing in front of the Pelham Parkway station. We need her in Congress. We need someone that's going to help us fight the greedy landlords that are pushing black and Hispanic tenants out of our community. We need someone that's going to fight for health care for all. We need someone that's going to reject the corruption of corporate campaign contributions. So I urge you today to come out and vote for Alexandra Cortez for Congress. And today we're going to have new leadership in Congress. Thank you. All right. Well, that was the wrong clip, but I, I meant to play that earlier because, you know, he, he said, you know, he said this. Fight the greedy landlords. As you know, as we all know, he meant the greedy Jewish landlords. What he mm -hmm. means by that. But here, let me let me play this uh, next clip. This was from um, one of the battles of Berkeley. A uh, someone confronting Antifa about anti-Semitism. You know, everybody over here is Jewish, right? You guys are on the wrong side, my friend. Defend Jews from Antifa. Milo Yiannopoulos, you want to shut him down? Milo's a Jew. Christina Hoff Summers, you want to shut her down? Christina is a Jew. Kyle Chapman, base stickman, you want to hurt Kyle Chapman? Kyle Chapman is a Jew. Ben Shapiro, you want to shut him down? Ben Shapiro is a Jew. Defend Jews from Antifa. Alerta, alerta, crypto fascista. Alerta, alerta, crypto fascista. Alerta, alerta, crypto fascista. Defend Jews from Antifa. What are your thoughts on that clip? Oh, well, you know, I, I see no difference between Antifa and uh, Nazi brown shirts. I, I see no difference whatsoever. They're incredibly violent, and, you know, um, I, I, I would strongly suspect that uh, that Antifa is, is supportive of terrorist organizations, Hamas, the Palestinian uh, terrorist organization, um, I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's like sort of this Muslim, you know, anarcho-communist, uh, you know, movement we're dealing with. Um, yeah, they, they love attacking, they love attacking, uh, Jews. Conservative Jews are, 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 are a special target of, um, you know, of these, of these, uh, radicals. I see. Um, and you know, yeah, the more the more pro-Jewish things Trump does with the embassy and you know the embassy in Jerusalem and whatever, the more the more hateful they get. Yeah, you like the whole moving of the of the uh, um, the embassy embassy like really seems uh, you know that whole anger really seems uh, uh, ridiculous, really, because I mean, first of all, he's just following the law that was passed. Years 1995. Yeah, back in 1995, and what what what's so wrong with moving the 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 embassy? I recognizing don't... the capital of a country that the country themselves recognizes. You know, to not recognize the country's capital is is really like a form of colonialism. Mm. And and aren't isn't the left supposed to be anti-colonialist? Aren't they supposed to be in favor of? You know the self determination of a nation state. Yeah, you would think that's what they. That's what they. Well, they don't. They don't yeah, want. They don't want. They, yeah, don't believe, they don't believe in borders. They don't want borders anymore. That's all they. That's what that's they right. say. They're, well, they're the globalists. Yeah, complete globalists. Actually, it's funny that you bring up that word specifically because I was on a liberal um, talk show a few weeks ago. And I told him I'm anti-globalist, and I got called an anti-Semite. Uh, 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 the I'm irony like, of that is that the United Nations, the, the United Nations, the face of globalism, is the most anti-Semitic entity on the face of the earth. Oh yeah, I wanna, I wanna destroy the the UN. Death to the UN. Oh, the UN is so anti-Semitic. Am I? <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't stand, I can't stand their blue helmets. They, they constantly get caught, um, 
raping raping people in their country. Uh, some rapists. They've yeah. done nothing to prevent genocide in the 50 years, 60 years they've been around. They're useless. Yeah. I mean, they, uh, well, what, what happened, what they, especially what they did in Haiti, it, you know, they would, they would force the women to sleep with them if they wanted food. Yeah. I mean, that was coming out of there. They were, in fact, I remember, uh, I forgot where they were exactly, but they were producing child pornography. The blue helmets were molesting the children in the country that they were sent to protect. You know, they have Saudi Arabia and Iran on the Human Rights Committee. Yeah, the most egregious violators of human rights, you know, in the world. So, you Rabbi, know, they get put on the Human Rights Committee. So, Rabbi, why would why would someone call anyone who's against um, globalism uh, that word? Say that that word is anti-Semitic. Because, listen, you when you can't form an argument. Mm-hmm. When you can't form a logical argument, it's either racist, Islamophobic, homophobic, misogynistic, anti-Semitic, transphobic, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I, I like I, they were they were just mentioning terms and people uh, of writers that I've never heard of. Um, oh well, based on such and such writing. Um, you know, anyone that uses that word is anti. It, it pertains to a, uh, a Nazi writing of uh, the Jews trying to take over the world, and I'm like, well, that's not how I'm using it. I'm using it as I don't want someone from another country telling me how I should live. Uh, you know, I didn't. I, I actually I don't want someone who I didn't vote for in another country telling me how I should live. And trying to determine laws, you know, from from thousands of miles away, that will affect me. You know, something the um, the Torah itself condemns globalism. Oh, really? Right. It's like people never heard the story of the Tower of Babel. Mm-hmm. Right. The United the United Nations, the European Union. You know, this is this is all sort of a modern day uh, incarnation of the Tower of Babel. Mm-hmm. And and God didn't want to, and I I remember that story by heart. Uh, you know, all these people wanted to build this whole tower that would be greater, that they would say that would be greater than God. And mm-hmm. what ended up happening? God uh, ended up uh, breaking them apart by giving them different languages, and they ended up uh, you know going amongst themselves. And you you make a good point because. I mean, look what look look what's gonna happen to the EU. I mean, the EU. It's only a matter of time before that starts to break up. Um. Yeah, you you have Brexit. You have uh, talks of other countries wanting to leave the EU. That's right. You know. You know, it's funny. People they mention George Soros. Mm-hmm. The criticism against George Soros has nothing to do with the fact that he's of Jewish ethnicity, because George Soros himself was a capo. He turned Jews into the Nazis during the Second World War. So, I, you know, I, I don't want to hear anything about George Soros, yeah. you know, like he's a representative of the Jews. The man is pure scum. He's evil as could be. Yeah, and how how is he not, like, well, he well, of course, because he gives money to these people. But he throw like uh, I mean it's it's he he admitted himself that that he uh, worked with the Nazis that he was Nazi youth uh, right. that his father was a colonel in the in the Nazi army like you know I mean honestly I guess you know he has no conscience because any normal person would have probably killed themselves knowing that they sent their own people to death. Like especially with everything we know about what the Nazis did in World War Two, I mean, if if I was responsible that for the death of six million of my people, I I couldn't live with myself. I couldn't go on. Yet this man, he he continues to thrive. He continues to try to destroy another uh, 
another country, and you know he, he's he's funding, he's funding a, a, a you know um, a civil war. How's that? How how is he not getting called out for working with the Nazis when he admitted it himself? He admitted it himself. Um, you know he's he's meddling. You know you want to talk about meddling. Mm-hmm. You know he's meddled uh, against uh, Netanyahu and Israel. You know he's he's instigated a lot of uh, a lot of uh, agitation amongst the Palestinians. Um, you know he he's no friend of the Jewish state, George Soros. Mm. No friend of no friend of Israel at all. Um, you know, and he's funded he's funded NGOs that support boycotts and sanctions against Israel, the BDS movement. He's involved in that. How has Mossad not like taken him out? <laughs> I, I wish they would. I mean, you know, George Soros once said that uh, he wants nothing to do with Israel. Mm. So the Jews should have a right to a national existence, but I don't want anything to do with it. So this is the kind of personality we're dealing with. He's pure evil and he has absolutely he has absolutely no fealty to anything Jewish. They should they should uh they should go after him and do like kill him by doing those traps that they did in uh, that movie Munich. Yeah. <laughs> Which, which, yeah, uh, let him die. Yeah, let him die a martyr's death, you know. Let him get 72 virgins. Yeah, you call his phone, put a bomb in his phone, and call it like some wily, some acne wily coyote shit. That'd be hilarious. You know, he got yeah. George Soros was, uh, was, um, was assassinated via anvil falling on his head. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, you know, how, do they just, like, I know I keep asking this, but, like, how do they just blind themselves? How do they not, like, we're forced to keep stay, keep ourselves real. Keep, um, you know, keep it real with ourselves. We disavowed the alt-right when they revealed themselves as a bunch of, uh, you know, a bunch of foolish goons. They were all disavowed. We disavowed Richard Spencer when he made it clear that he 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 was a fool. But they don't they don't disavow any of their people. They don't disavow any people that they they they, they continue supporting them, even though they keep revealing themselves as 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 anti semites as you know you know just just evil people. So I mean, what what is the takeaway from this? How, you know, how do we fight this hypocrisy? It's a good question. Mm. It's a good question. I, I think the best thing to do, honestly, is to let them speak for themselves. Yeah. I think the more we let them speak for themselves, the more they shoot themselves in the foot. And I think the more people, certainly in America, realize this. Mm. Um. You know, I, I think Maxine Waters is the best thing for the Republican Party. I, I think the I think the Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is the best thing for the Republican Party mm-hmm. because the more that they map these, the more they show themselves to be morons, and the more that they show themselves to be morons, the more the American people see through it. Yeah. The American people do not want socialism, and and every poll every poll confirms this. So, anyways, um, do you have anything you any any final thoughts? Yeah, I, I think that I think that it's very important, first of all, for people to realize that when you know we talk about uh, anti-Semitism, you know, a lot of people like to make this artificial distinction. Well, you know, a, a non-Jew could be against Zionism but still be uh, not anti-Semitic. Uh, that's not true at all. It ends up being couched language one for the other. Even Martin Luther King, you should rest in peace, realize this. Mm. That that when people talk about anti-Zionism, it really, it, it's really just being anti-Semitic. You know, if you deny a people self-determination, you deny a people the right to their land, 
which international law even realizes, recognizes, you know, that's anti-Semitism. You know, legitimate criticism is one thing, but the, but the criticism has to be legitimate. It can't be heavy-handed. Right. And it can't be that uh, it can't be that you're applying, you know, a double standard to Israel versus other nations. The second thing that I want to point out is that, you know, there's really nothing new under the sun. Mm -hmm. You know, if people want to understand why, you know, why why the left is turn, why the left is being so anti-Semitic. You know, you know, we're in New York City. Reach out, talk to people. Talk to Jewish people that were refugees from the Soviet Union, people that were actually oppressed and persecuted for their religion. You know, talk to them. They'll tell you how the Jews were treated in the Soviet Union under under communism, under, you know, under under a state whose ideology goes right back to Karl Marx, who wrote a book called On the Jewish Problem. How, you know, how many people the were killed? Of history all fit together very nicely. How many people were killed under communism? I mean, how many Jewish people specifically were killed under communism? You know, something, a hundred million were killed under communism at the minimum, at least a hundred million. And I don't, have any st I don't have any stats off the top of my head, but there were millions of Jews, Soviet Jews, mm -hmm. that for the simple act of practicing their religion, you know, they were thrown into gulags in Siberia and left to rot. You know... There were killings, there were executions, you know, terrible, terrible persecutions merely for people wanting to practice their, their religion under, you know, under the, under the Soviet Union. Um, you know, because in Marxist thinking and, 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 in, and in communist thinking, a Jew was a rootless cosmopolitan, you know, you know, and you had show trials and every other thing, so... This is uh, sadly what we're facing in America now. I, I fear with people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, okay. Maxine Waters, and, and the rest of them. I just got a text message, which, let me read it. Um, Louis, you're awesome. Sadly, there is no left-right. All show, all a show for us. Well, yeah, I kind of do believe that there is a false left-right paradigm. It's not left or right. It's right and wrong. However, when you have um, one side that's actually trying <laughs> to do right, um, I do believe that, you know, there are more actual libertarians trying to take back the, 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 um, the Republican Party more like more people more real people who are not controlled by the establishment uh trying to take that's back right and, and they're not yeah. russian bots either the liberals want you to think that these are all paid yeah paid you know agents of uh putin's russia they're not they're average americans like me and you yeah that's a shout out to uh number nine to uh 9220 thank you Thank you for that, but you know, yeah, I mean, I agree, but I, I also think think things are getting better. I, I do think things are getting better. Um, the the pushback, and I, by by getting better, I believe that it's because there's a pushback finally happening. Uh, there are more people finally waking up, and honestly, um, if I could uh, if I could refer to last week's episode uh, when I was talking to. Um, uh, 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 goodness. Um, uh, Pastor, Pastor, uh, Dave Grisham. Um, I think what did it was, uh, that the left is going after children. And that pissed off a lot of people. Um, especially with the, with, uh, you have, uh, drag queens reading, uh, you know, reading to children in, in public schools. You know that you know you have you have this push for, you know, transgenderism, you know, among children and trying to get more and more accepted to to uh, raise genderless children. Um, you know, you got you got real people that are like, no, you're not messing with my child, and then that opens their eyes to other issues, and they realize, um, the fight is real, and they're 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 pissed off. 
So mm-hmm. they they this is just me saying that they bit off a little bit more that they 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 went too far. And now now it's the pushback. There there are people pushing back and um hopefully it corrects itself. Hopefully we're able to to bring you know turn turn back the tide. But um the one thing the one thing yeah the one thing um the one thing we could do is do what what we're doing right now discuss it expose it uh you know the best disinfectant as they say is sunlight so once you give mm-hmm. some, once you give something attention like when you flick the lights on <laughs> the roaches run away cuz they they don't want to be seen they want to be in the dark not being seen you know eating up your food and and whatnot, but you gotta, you know, sometimes you just gotta go in there, you flick the light on, you you spray it, you you clean your apartment, then you spray it down, so that way they can't come back, and it takes work, and and you know, I'm not saying that it that when we win, that they're gonna be gone forever. No, from that point on, it's going to have to be eternal vigilance. Because this this type of thing seems to like to rear its ugly head again, and it like uh, you know it gets smacked down, and then it come and then you know it goes to sleep for a few years, and then it comes back, and it's always coming from the colleges. It's always coming from the colleges. You have all these hippy dippy professors that want think that they're being um, so. Uh, what you call that uh, uh, enlightened by hating on a culture or hating a religion or hating a country uh because they they they're not they don't have the the stomach to to defend themselves if they're attacked um or they'll do sneak attacks like uh like Mr. Bike Lock guy who mm-hmm. um who's facing 15 years in prison for his attack. Um, in fact, uh, uh, what you call that? Uh, uh, I mean, it, it's it's just it's just a blowback. It's it's the pendulum swinging back, and it's it's we gotta we gotta we gotta continue fighting. But anyways, uh, Rabbi, mm-hmm. I will. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Um, thank you so much for having me on. The pleasure was mine. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. I'd like to thank everyone for listening to this show. A big shout out to everybody. Can't do it. I can't do this show without you. So, I mean, come back next week. Same crotch time, same crotch schedule. And as always, from my house to your house, mahalo. And that's the end of my show. Donk. Help the Crowd Shout Radio Show grow and thrive by doing something you already do. Shop on Amazon. Amazon always has great deals for whatever you are looking for. From survivalists and riot gear to beanie babies. Next time you're going to shop at Amazon, use my link. The prices stay the same, but I get credit for the sale. Just go to tinyurl.com slash B. And just shop normally, knowing that you're helping support the Crotch Shot Radio Show. That's tinyurl.com slash B. For 150 years, Children's National Hospital has provided exceptional care and groundbreaking research. Please donate today to give children and healthcare heroes a reason to believe this holiday season. Visit childrensnational.org slash holiday. A quarter million Americans die each year from preventable medical error. The pandemic has only made things worse. The new podcast, Up Next for Patient Safety, explores real solutions to make healthcare safer. Listen and subscribe today.